Welcome to First 15, and thanks for giving the first 15 minutes of your day to God while responding to Him in a personal way. I'm Ron, and I'll be your guide on this journey. We're all followers here. We're learning to listen to God, to meditate on His Word, and then pray it back to Him in a heartfelt response. I encourage you to follow us on Spotify, subscribe on iTunes, or you can watch this on YouTube. You can also download each episode if you go to podcast.wordofprayer.com, or you can follow us on one of your favorite podcast providers. Share it with a friend so that they can join us on the journey as well. I'm excited because today I get to introduce you to a very special person in Matthew chapter 9, and I think you're going to like this. The intent on First 15 is to help us take the truth of God's Word and then to apply it into our lives for the rest of our day beyond the first 15 minutes. We use a four-step process that I detail in episode one of this season. So you can go back and listen to that, download a copy. You can also get a help sheet that details that if you go to the website that I mentioned, podcast.wordofprayer.com, there's also a link to it in the show notes below. So there are some great lessons that we have to step by on this podcast journey. So just to give the fuller picture, Journey with Jesus is a set of four books that I wrote. And altogether, there's 120 daily meditations in it. And originally, I conceived of it as something that you could do uh, starting in early December as the Advent season starts and then wrap up by Easter. And we've started it a little bit later in the calendar year here. If you're following along in, in the time sequence, and if not, that's fine as well. But we're going to do about 30 episodes. And so we're shortening. We're giving about a quarter of the book. So there's some there's some lessons we have to skip over. Just like today's lesson, there's about five chapters in book two that I mentioned in the last episode that we're skipping over today as we go from the last episode into this one, Matthew 9, verses 9 through 13. So if you want to catch all of those places and just go through the whole gospel of Matthew in small daily sections at a time, you can get a copy of the book and you can do that as well. For today, there's a lot going on. Jesus has been busy, a lot of coming and going around Lake Galilee. There's a lot of healing miracles as well. And we get to meet someone special today. And so let's read Matthew 9, verses 9 through 13. Passing along, Jesus saw a man at his work collecting taxes. His name was Matthew. Jesus said, come along with me. Matthew stood up and followed him. Later, when Jesus was eating supper at Matthew's house with his close followers, a lot of disreputable characters came and joined them. And when the Pharisees saw him keeping this kind of company, they had a fit and they lit into Jesus's followers. What kind of example is this from your teacher acting cozy with crooks and riffraff? Jesus, overhearing, shot back. Who needs a doctor? the healthy or the sick. Go figure out what this scripture means. I'm after mercy, not religion. I'm here to invite outsiders, not coddle insiders. 
let's reflect on this for a minute. Matthew is sitting at the tax collector's booth. In the ancient world, the tax collectors would set up at a toll station, basically in a point where, usually a choke point, where you couldn't get around it, and they would have their little stand, or call it maybe a kiosk or a booth, and that's where they would collect taxes from people passing by. They had the full force of the state and the soldiers, the military behind them. And so they could just, in, on the spot, demand payment uh, like a toll road for people to pass by and pay their taxes. Matthew is sitting in his tax collector's booth. Jesus urges him, follow me. Matthew, incredibly, gets up and follows Jesus. Jesus joins Matthew for dinner along with some of Matthew's friends who are, naturally, tax collectors and sinners or the kind of people that rich tax collectors can afford to have around them. The Pharisees can't figure it out. Jesus is supposed to be a righteous teacher of the law. That's how they see him. And so they're beside themselves. Why? Why are you doing this? They demand of Jesus's disciples. Why is your teacher choosing to hang out with people like this? If he were a good man, he wouldn't be seen around tax collectors. They Even being around them pollutes you spiritually. That's their mentality. And Jesus responds, it's not the healthy who need a doctor, it's the sick. I've come to call not the righteous, but sinners. So go and learn what this scripture from the prophets in the Old Testament means when it says, I desire mercy, not sacrifice. That's from Hosea 6, chapter 6, verse 6. So Jesus asks for people to follow him. He comes for the sick and the sinners, not the healthy and the righteous. He shows us that God desires mercy much more than sacrifices heaped up in a big pile, especially if they're given without a real heart change. This is a paradox. The blessed, the ones that he told us up on the mount, when he was giving the Sermon on the Mount, the blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, who are persecuted for righteousness' sake. But Jesus' teaching and example calls us to far exceed the human righteousness of the teachers of the law and the Pharisees. That's what Jesus said in Matthew 5, verse 20. They're more preoccupied with the appearance of righteousness and the appearance of cleanliness, that you're not hanging out with the wrong sort of people. God embraces the sinners. God in the form of Jesus, Jesus in the flesh, is God with us. He embraces sinners and pulls them in close. So this is the question that arises. Where is your heart? Who do you sympathize with more in this passage? The exasperation of the Pharisees, who want to keep everyone clean, want to keep themselves clean, or the embracing arms of Jesus. If you want to talk to God about that, I encourage you to do that. You can pause this right now. Let's pray. God, touch my heart. I think of myself as healthy. I hold myself apart from sinners and your other children. Please forgive me. You desire mercy. You came 
to call sinners. Lord, have mercy on me, a sinner. Cleanse my self-righteousness. Replace it with Jesus' righteousness. Set my heart right again. I will pursue and follow you just as Matthew did, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. No one really enjoys paying taxes, right? And in Jesus' day, the tax collectors worked for the Roman authorities. No respectable Jewish teacher would publicly associate himself with tax collectors. But Jesus is different. And because he is, we have Matthew's story about his life and teaching to guide us on this journey. So just stop and think about that for a second. If Jesus didn't take the bold move to break convention and to reach out to sinners, we wouldn't be reading Matthew's gospel today. He wouldn't have been a follower of Jesus. He wouldn't have ever been changed in his life, transformed, and then moved to write these events in a gospel. Is there someone you need to love and accept? Someone you think probably has no interest in God? Show them kindness and acceptance today, just as Jesus did with Matthew. If no one you meet today fits that description, then show kindness and God's mercy to everyone you meet today. Ask for God to help you, because with man, this is not possible. But it's what he wants to do anyway. God wants to show mercy to people. Thanks for following this far. What a good God we serve. I'm thankful that you choose to spend time with me every day as we hear God speak through his word on this podcast. Share it with someone else and bless them with it today. Also, leave us a comment or give us a like. Subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. Today's episode is brought to you by book two of Journey with Jesus, Praying Your Way Through Matthew's Gospel. It's available on Amazon. We also have a link to it in the show notes. So throughout the day, keep listening to God's word. 